0: Today's episode of The Real GCam Podcast is brought to you by shop.gcam.com. Nautical t-shirts, tools for sailors, fun t-shirts, hats, work gear, t-shirts, shop.gcam.com, s-h-o-p.gcam.com, that's shop.gcam.com. What's up, GCAM listeners? Welcome to another edition of The Real GCAM Podcast. Today's episode, we're talking about feedback, how to receive it. There are tons and tons of articles on how to give feedback, but that's really just a type of control. We have a desire to tell other people how they should be doing things better, how they can improve their life. But the real valuable feedback is in receiving feedback. And there's very little information out there on how to receive better feedback. And this is one of the most powerful tools you can have to improve your career, operate ships better, and be a better all-around person. And it's a real secret to the success of G-Captain. But I have to put you on the bridge of a ship. Now imagine... You're on the ship and you have an amazing engine room team and the engineer calls up, you're doing 10 knots and he tells you, the chief engineer says, I figured out how to get another extra knot of speed, of ship speed out of these engines. Should we deliver the extra power, captain? And you say, yes, we want to get to our destination faster. And the next day he calls up and he says, well, we've uh, reworked the uh, compression figures on the slow speed diesel. We got an extra two knots. Bring it up to 13 knots of speed. Do you want that, Captain? And you say, yes, give me the extra speed. I want to get to my destination faster. Now, this works provided one critical element. And that element is that you check your compass, that you're going in the right direction. Because additional speed that's not in the direction of your destination is going to get you further and further away from your goals. And this is what I see all the time with people I work with, people I interact with. They're working harder and harder on their personal goals, but they don't have the direction. They're sailing in the wrong direction. And that additional work is just getting them further and further from their goals. Work is not the answer. Work helps, but first, you always have to check your compass bearing before you do the work. And that's really what feedback is about. A lot of people, they really focus on the aspect, the to-dos, the this, the that of the feedback in order to get that extra knot of speed. But I want to suggest that The most valuable part of feedback is in compass correction. Correcting that compass, that has to come first before you get the speed. And how do you do that? Well, feedback, feedback, good feedback, good, solid, applicable feedback specific to you is gold. It's the most valuable resource in the world next to time. And it's very rare. And as I said, poor feedback sets us further in the wrong direction. Good feedback has real value, positive value for our goals. Bad feedback also has value in the wrong direction. Bad feedback is compass deviation, sets us the wrong way. The other critical aspect of feedback is feedback ties directly into our emotional levers. Feedback makes us feel great. Feedback makes us feel horrible. Feedback has this way of tying into our emotional core. And those emotions, emotions are of limited value on the bridge of a ship because they distract you, they get you moving in the wrong direction, they, they cloud your brain and throw you off track so with feedback it's critical, this is the first step, to kind of use mindfulness training to kind of pull yourself away if you notice yourself getting mad take a step back and look at yourself and say, why, why am I getting mad why am I getting happy sometimes the, the feedback that makes us feel good is the most dangerous because it affirms our, we think it's a compass check. We think, oh, this, this affirms the way that I'm doing things. It confirms that I'm in the right direction, but not necessarily so. Sometimes we twist that feedback that we receive to make it align with our, our deviation. And sometimes it's not specifically applicable. Because really, in reality, you're not a ship captain, you're a fleet manager. You have different ships going to different directions at all the time. And someone may give you feedback that pertains to one ship, and you may assume it's for another ship. So, of all these goals that you are trying to achieve, so it's important that the feedback be specific to the specific situation, specific feedback is what's really valuable. And honest feedback today is increasingly rare in today's world of niceness. Everything's got to be nice. HR uh, managers run these companies. If someone's not nice, they can run into trouble. Captains are getting in trouble for giving too harsh of a feedback, too honest, too gritty. We're in a world where Niceness sometimes trumps honesty. So you have to develop those relationships. I'm not, I'm not saying mean, but their harassing feedback is of no value because it pulls on those negative emotional levers. What we're trying to get at is feedback that's ultra-honest and not emotionally charged. So you have to ask yourself: is the feedback I'm receiving that sounds negative critical? criticism is that emotionally charged you know if someone's giving it with that face of anger or disgust or then it's probably not good feedback but if they have a helpful if they're telling you something that you perceive as very negative but they have the helpful look on their face these are people who want to help you and trying and have a history of, of supporting you That's when you really have to say, is this emotion because they're trying to hurt me? Or is it just my own inner deviation messing with things? And the other real problem with feedback is that most of us have been conditioned to take feedback from authoritarian sources. We're required by our job to accept the feedback of our boss, captains and chief engineers and Teachers, professors at the Maritime Academy, our parents. A lot of our interactions with feedback have been from these authoritarian sources where in order to retain our jobs and get the promotions, we are forced to take this feedback. The problem with that feedback is it will change short-term behavior. But it won't change who we are. It won't change our basic core operating principles. And that's that's what you want to do. You want to hack your own operating system and that's why it's important to get a diverse set of of feedback we've talked about women in shipping and different cultures different countries different nationalities if all of your feedback is from one source as an american ship captain i interact with a lot of american ship captains and american pilots and american well this is the american perspective no, to, to improve, I need to get feedback from Norwegian ship captains and ship captains from the Netherlands and Singapore and Asians and these diversity women and, and not just ship captains, but people in other fields. Diversity of feedback is so important. But how do you pick up that feedback? Because... A lot of times the feedback, someone will be giving it to us and we'll say, no, that's not true or they don't understand my side of the story or what my own personal struggles. So what you want to do is when someone gives you a piece of of critical feedback, and we're talking about critical feedback here. First question you want to ask, and you got to like stop the conversation and ask yourself, is this feedback true? And, you know, hold it, hold it, hold it inside yourself and say, if it's true, then take a note of it, you know, write it down. Think of ways how you can accept that feedback and be a better person, better at your job, better in whatever way that feedback is trying to orient you. But if it's, if it's no, when you ask yourself, is this true? And the answer is no, set it aside, put it in a basket, forget about it for now. But if you receive that feedback that you think is not true from multiple times, from multiple diverse sources, that's when you have to pick it up and really analyze it. So I'm constantly getting feedback from GCAP. Do this, do that, do this. And I'm constantly filtering if it is true. If it's true, I put it on my to-do list to fix. If it's not true, which uh, a lot of the feedback, I mean, we get dozens and dozens of email and comments every day. A lot of the feedback's no, but I set it aside. And if I start to see the trend, I can say maybe my compass is off. The next thing that's critical to do is find situations where you can get group feedback. If I'm just talking to you or just talking to the captain about my performance or even a mentor, if he says something I don't agree with, you're at a real stand uh, still. It's hard to accept it. It's hard to convince each other. You can always come up with your mind rationalizations for your behavior. But if you're in a group setting can let the group members discuss that feedback, so I have a board of advisors, some guys who I you know look up to and check in with, and occasionally will will get on group calls and I'll say, here's some of the feedback that I consistently get, but I'm not sure if it's accurate if it's true. I think it's in fact false, and I'm looking for a consensus if you know one member of the group gives me some feedback and the others are silent or not so sure, I might put that in the aside pile. But if I have a group and four out of the five guys are saying, yeah, John, you really, you really need to do this. This is a problem. This is, then it's, wow. Okay. I'm wrong here. This is four smart guys out of five, six, including me, telling me this whole thing. I'm, I'm seeing something wrong. Whenever you're receiving feedback, how do how do you how do you listen? Isn't that a critical thing? So when I'm receiving feedback, I'm always asking myself, when I'm getting this feedback, am I really listening to this person? Am I really understanding this person? Usually when we receive feedback, we we go into defensive mode if it's bad, or or kind of magnification mode if it's good. I don't do that. I Ask him and always check in with myself. Am I really listening? Am I really understanding? Because even if I'm going to put it in the side and this is not true, I still have to first re- figure out if it's true or not and what that person's perspective is. Finally, you really want to ask follow-up questions. So when you receive feedback, the first thing you want to do is think of questions to better understand the feedback, one for one, the second critical aspect of asking questions is understand the perspective of the person giving the feedback. So when I receive an email, a lot of you have given me feedback. Often you'll, you'll I'll give you a question in response. Someone says, Hey John, this it was really hard to find the links to the G Captain store. I want to buy a shirt, but I can't find the links. You know, immediately I'll go into question mode. Well, are you using a mobile browser? Are you using a desktop? Or is the uh, link, you know, is the color not popping out? What do you think would be an idea? You know, what would make it more visible for you? Questions, questions, questions are how you kind of nail down that feedback. But questions are very important that you stay focused. Do not ask tangential questions about feedback. So someone may give us a piece of feedback and say something um, along the lines of, John, you're really, uh, you're really good at communication. You should write a book. That, that's feedback I've received in the past, and, and I did write a book. But who's giving this feedback? I got this feedback from a lot of ship captains and fellow mariners. You should write a book or start a website. Then our tendency is to ask, oh, Really? What sort of book should I write? How do you write that book? What what kind of content should be on this website? Well, here are people who have read a lot of books and they've read a lot of websites, but they're mariners. They're not journalists. They're not publishers. I'm asking these people. They've come up with a consensus. A number of them said, hey, you should write a book, okay. And then our tendency is to Ask these non-experts follow-up questions. Instead, it would be better to take that advice and find someone who has experience in that specific advice. So I take the advice from my group of mariners and I ask the follow-up question of authors I know, journalists I know, or who I can contact. Because if I ask that ship captain, well, what type of book should I write? They're going to give me feedback, even though they're not expert. That's just human nature. If you call me today and say, I want to write a book, John, Um, what do you think? What type of book? Well, I don't know you. I don't know your specific situation. I don't know what type of books you like. I don't know all of this information. Not only that, I'm not an expert in many of the genres. I'm not an expert in fiction. I'm not an expert in fantasy. I'm not an expert in poetry. I write nonfiction books. So when he asks me, what type of book should you write? I'm not the person to ask. You're asking the wrong person questions about that feedback. So it's very important you ask those follow-up questions and you think, is this person the right person to ask this question? Do they have experience to answer this particular question? And if not, go find someone who does. This has been the Real GCAM Podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by shop.gcam.com, your source for nautical t shirts, tools for sailors, fun t shirts, hats, work gear, t shirts, shop.gcaptain.com. That's shop dot Thank you for listening.